You're listening to Confidently Beautiful with Sierra, a podcast to help you stay confidently beautiful because we all have confidence inside us. We just need to bring it out, and I'm here to show you how. Body image, dreams, parenting style, personality, and more. Here we cover it all. Get ready to stay confidently beautiful. Hello, my name is Sierra, and welcome to episode 25, Love the Process. Thank you for joining me if you're a frequent listener, and if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Here we talk all things confidence and how we all have confidence inside us, and we're just going to bring it out in all areas of our life because it is there, and we will bring it out, and I'm here to show you how. Today, we are going to talk about how we can fall in love with the process and not the results, and how falling in love with the process can lead to results. If you're not enjoying doing something, you're not going to keep doing it, which is not going to lead to results. So falling in love with the process of what you're doing can lead to results. So I'm going to share some ways that you can do that. And I am going to use a personal example to help make this more applicable to something in your life that you can think of. And it works with so many different things. So for me, I'm going to talk about when I ran my half marathon last November. The very first thing to do when you want to fall in love with the process is, okay, what are you going to do? So figure out your goal. What is your goal? So for me, my goal was to run a half marathon and I had, I signed up, I had a date and I needed to be able to run. At that point when I had signed up, I had been doing basically zero exercise. (laughs) So it was a bit really big ambitious goal for me. My baby was about almost a year old when I started training. And um, I had not really jumped back into exercising after having a baby. I figured out my goal. My goal was to run a half marathon. The biggest thing to do after that is to determine your why. So why are you going to do this? Um, So for me for running the half marathon, I wanted to run to bond with my little sister who wanted to run a half marathon. And I thought it would be fun to do something together. This was going to be something that would require us to spend a lot of hours training, and so which would mean I would get to spend a lot of hours with her one-on-one time. And it was something that was going to bring us closer together as we both worked towards a goal. That was my big why, was to do something with her and to be able to bond. The biggest thing that you're going to want to do, research shows that you are 42% more likely to achieve a goal if you write it down. So I wrote down my goal. And if you write down your why, that's bonus points Um, and have it somewhere where you look at it frequently and you know why you're doing what you're doing and what you're doing. Sometimes we write goals and then we forget what we're even doing. (laughs) Like what what was it that I was even working towards? If you can write that down, you're going to be much more likely to succeed. Another huge step to loving the process and falling in love with the process is to actually have a plan. If you just have this goal, I want to run a half marathon and you have this, that's a huge goal and you have no action plan, you are not going to fall in love with the process. You are going to be miserable up until your deadline comes and maybe you won't even hit it when you're supposed to hit your goal that you were supposed to finish. Create a plan. For me, that was 12 weeks of training. Uh, We had, by the time we picked the half marathon and signed up, we had about 13 weeks. So we had like one week that we just kind of like eased into the running. and But then our plan really kicked into gear and we had a 12-week training plan. We had specific days that we were supposed to do specific runs like to certain distances and we had other days that we had rest days. And then we had other days where we were supposed to do like yoga or something to uh, keep our body moving, but more a little bit more relaxing for our body. So we, we picked our 12 week training plan. And then I went one step further and I put all of the runs in my calendar. So that way I had no excuse of, well, it's 10 o'clock at night and I didn't get my run in. Oh, well, like, I guess I can't do it today because I had it planned for a whole 12 weeks. And if I needed to 
make an appointment on a time when I had it planned, then I just moved things around and I made sure that I always stuck to my 12-week plan. The next step to love the process is to make it fun. I actually really do enjoy running. I never thought that I would be somebody who would say that, but it is something that's actually really therapeutic for me. And just to run and forget about things is really, really great. I used to hate running. um, And I guess it just took a a few different races for me to finally say that I love it. But one thing that I did this past time was I was running. It's always hard to get, the hardest thing is to get your shoes on and get out the door. That's always the hardest. But once you can get out the door to make it fun, I told myself that I am not allowed to listen to any self-help books or any podcasts. I am a self-help book and podcast junkie. <laughs> I really am. I listen to them all the time. I blame my mother. And, and um, I just, that's like probably the majority of what I listen to over music, anything. I told myself, okay, I'm going to make this fun. This is a special thing. When I'm running, I am only going to listen to fiction books. So I told myself that that's what I was going to do. And I was not allowed to open my podcast up. I was not allowed to listen to any nonfiction or self-help books, no biographies, nothing. It was just fiction. I actually listened to a book called Emma um, by Jane Austen. (laughs) You probably know it. It's a it's a classic. Um, I had never really read that book. And so I was like, I'm going to listen to this. I'm, I'm going to cross a classic off my list. So that's what I listened to when I was running my half marathon during my training. Another thing that Lydia, my little sister and I would do when we were running is we would have a little competition. So we'd see who could run the longest without stopping. It was always fun to see like, hey, I ran this many miles or this many minutes without stopping. Sometimes we would need to run at the gym. I always called it fake running because we were on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> But we would fake run at the gym um, because it was dark outside by the time we were able to go. And so on those times, it was really fun to have those competitions because we'd be right next to each other, seeing like looking at each other's numbers, seeing how far the person had gone. And it was it was always fun. It just it just made it a lot more enjoyable. And if you can enjoy the process, then it's going to get you to your results even faster. And the last thing that we would do is we would celebrate our wins. For me, I would have a celebratory text to my family if I ever hit a new personal record. If I did something that was like new for me and awesome for me, I would always send a text. Um, Lydia was the cutest and she would always take screenshots whenever we were at the um, gym doing treadmills. Then she would just take a screenshot every time and she'd look back and she'd always send it to our little brother and her big brother, my little brother, send it to our brother and... um, and show him her personal records. So that was fun to celebrate our wins and to have people, when you have people that are celebrating with you, you're also more likely to stick to your goal and to succeed. And so that was fun to include our family in that. And then of course, when we hit our big goal, we ran the half marathon, we did it. We had been telling ourselves the entire time when we were running, we would sometimes get so hungry and because you're just burning so many calories and like on our long runs, we would always be so hungry and we'd always talk about what are we going to eat after our half marathon? (laughs) What are we going to eat? We celebrated and uh, my dad got us Cafe Rio um, and I got my pork burrito and it was my celebratory meal after the race. If you can find little wins and little celebrations that you can do throughout the whole time, it's going to make the process so much more fun and enjoyable. It's going to make you want to actually do what you're supposed to be doing, which will then in turn naturally get you to your results a lot faster. I know that because of all the fun and the especially the sister bonding of this half marathon, it made my results a lot better. So like when I ran my half marathon, I did a lot better. It was not as hard for me as I anticipated it being because I had had a lot of fun during the process and I had 
allowed myself to actually take the time to stick to my plan and to do the process and fall in love with the process. I really did. I loved training with my little sister and then to have so much more fun when the results came and I finished my big goal. Try these things no matter what it is, if it's a physical thing, if it's a a business thing, if it's a family goal, whatever your goal is, you can put this into into that um, goal and it will help you to fall in love with the process so much more. So first, define what your goal is, determine your why, create a plan and make sure you write these things down, make it fun and celebrate your wins. Go get your goal, fall in love with the process and thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Confidently Beautiful Podcast and share this episode with someone in your life who could use a little reminder of just how amazing they already are. Stay confidently beautiful.